0: in tamper with G-Roy's corner. Here's a handoff straight ahead, and Andrew Harris with a good run into the secondary, and he'll finally get gang tackled around the 16-yard line. 10 yards or more this year. Inside handoff, Harris went off first contact. Good hard run by the former Vancouver Island running back. Here comes pressure. Lule just shovels it away. Harris got the first down. Rod Davis with the tackle at the 22. But the chains are moving for the Lions with 40 seconds on the clock. Ninth play of the drive. Pressure Lulay Lule on the run. Touchdown. Andrew Harris. And the Lions have their first touchdown in their new digs. Boy, how quickly a defense can get broken down when the quarterback starts to get outside and move around in the pocket. So second and ten. They rush an extra man, J.C. Sharp. Good catch, though. And away goes Andrew Harris. Well, lamenting that... Th- The Lions extend the drive with that. And now look at Harris. Brick tackles. Andrew Harris shot through the gap, but nobody's going to catch him. Touchdown, B.C. 63 yards. What a night for the Winnipeg native Andrew Harris. And he breaks two tackles at the line of scrimmage to avoid a loss and then turns it into a touchdown. And then how about the acceleration? I've used up to describe this building. Wow was used a lot. (laughs) Good run there across the 45-yard line by Andrew Harris, who's had a big game with a couple of touchdown grabs.
1: Welcome back, GOAT fans, to another episode of GOAT Radio, the greatest of all time podcast show. I'm the big man, and I can't emphasize enough how jacked I am for this episode because... Joining me is an absolute goat Canadian running back, ladies and gentlemen. I welcome to you Andrew Harris, A.K.A. Twizzy. <laughs> Thanks so much Good for taking that. the time, man. Thank you, thank you. All right, I got to ask you right off the bat: Why did the Vancouver Island Raider boys call you Twizzy?
2: Ah, uh, so my first few years, I was I was number twenty. Um, that was my football number. Uh, I was with my football number in high school in my first couple of years in junior until I switched to 33. But uh, it started off as H Harris 20, H2O. I nice. think it was a kicker that actually named me. It was like, oh, he flows like water. And I was <laughs> like, H2O, H Twizzy. And then it kind of just became Twizzy, Twizzler, Twiz. <laughs> um, you know, how nicknames go. But yeah, that's how it started. It was like a kicker. It was like, man, he's flowing like water. He's H2O uh, for the Harris 20. So that's how it kind of. Um, came
1: to fruition i love it man so i just want to show the gold fans i'm wearing a 2011 championship bc lions hat autographed number 33 andrew harris right here um this in my opinion this team is one of the greatest championship teams you yep. were the most outstanding canadian in the Grey cup what was it like to win this championship especially right coming into the league
2: yeah, I mean uh, that season. Um, I played. I played receiver in special teams the year before, mainly. Um, didn't really get any any reps. Um, That's that that season. Uh, Wally calls me in the off season and says, "Hey, we want you to come in and be the starting running back." Um, so I had we had Jerome Messum, Jamal Lee, um, two really prominent um, Canadian running backs as well, who were much bigger than me and and in my eyes probably faster. I mean Jamal Lee ran like a four three or something at the combine. Yeah, he um, was like 6'2, 2, 230. Two um, Joe Messon was, you know, 240, 250 maybe at the time and, and pretty quick himself. Um, so that season I actually I actually told my peck in in March um of, the, of that off season going into the season. So for me, I, I came in kind of behind the eight ball um after Wally said he wanted me and then they ended up bringing in a um, Jamal Robertson um in, in the backfield. But so I kind of came in behind the eight ball and um you know we we started off the season zero and five. Um, I think we beat Toronto at Empire Field there, um, and we went back into BC Place. That's when BC Place was getting renovated. Um, we lost another game. Um, we were 1-6, and, and then we brought on uh, Arlen Bruce, made a couple changes on defense, um, and then and then they, they named me the starting running back um, at, at that time. And we went on, a, I think it was like an 8-0 or 9-0 run, um, and we, won, we lost lot one last game in the end of the season there, but it was just a massive turnaround and, and, um, just talk about momentum. You know, we were just riding the wave. Um, Travis Louie was playing out of his mind. Um, Kira was doing his thing. Arlen was doing his thing. Paris, everyone, everyone was clicking. Um, and I was kind of like during the headlights for me. Um, I, you know, just as started and next thing I know, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're coming up to be first in the first in the West and, um, you know, end up playing my hometown in the great cup, uh, playing Winnipeg. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, it, it was absolutely it was absolutely a whirlwind and um for me um i i don't really remember too much of it because I, it just went by so fast i remember just being on the podium after and like just being soaked in booze and just being like wow so <laughs> you know, like um and it's kind of interesting now that i think about it too like every every great cup i've been a part of has been either me beating winnipeg or with winnipeg now so sorry sorry to the team and, and uh to the hometown but yeah it's it's kind of wild to think you know Started off in 2011, beating the beating the bombers, and then obviously last year too. But but yeah, that that first year was uh, was definitely um, a kickstart um, to the career and, and confidence. And um, you know, I I definitely owe it to uh, you know um, the coaching staff and, and Wally for giving me that opportunity to, to take it and run.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned it. You guys went 0 and 5, the first team to just come back, just went full beast mode, and you led your team. It was an amazing win for the city. So. Perfect timing to have you on the pod. You just signed an extension with the Toronto Argonauts. I'm so pumped to have you back. The whole Canada is pumped, not only for Toronto fans, but the whole CFL. We need a grizzled veteran in the league like yourself. Mm -hmm. The last dance with the goat. So I just got to ask you this, Andrew. You did it all. Great cups, MVPs, you shattered records. Why come back? Are you what are you hungry for? What are you striving for?
2: Um well it's a strive for 5 man. I mean yeah. if we got we got 4 now I want to get 5 but uh honestly I I was I was very very close to retiring this year. I was I was at a point where I was like 80% going going to move on and and um honestly I every year that I kind of feel this way I throw in some clips and some highlights and I and I see, I watch myself and I say hey do I still have that fire? but I still have that determination to want to get up and go to the gym in the morning and, you know, get my diet back on point and, and do all the things to, to get ready for camp. And honestly, I'm not going to lie to you, it gets harder and harder every year. Um, you know, we play a very violent game and I play a very violent position and I play very violently at that position. So um, it's definitely taken its toll and, and um, you know, I definitely don't feel, um, you know, the same way I did, but I still I still feel like I have something to give um, the Argos wanted to bring me on, regardless as uh, as a mentor leader in the locker room. Um, you know, they offered me a different uh, different kind of position in 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 a sense where um, I wanted just me, me, me to be around. So I said, you know what, I can't do that. I want to come play. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give it one more kick at the can here. Um, and uh, ultimately, too, I mean, after you win a great Cup and and you don't really know how the team is gonna go. Um, I saw a bunch of guys getting signed. Um, it got me excited again and and then I started those talks again, and really, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna come back and do this um, because you know we 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 built something pretty good in Toronto, and um you know there's was a lot of key pieces coming back. and uh, you know, um I also have you know my my future kind of mapped out now, too. So this kind of gives me a, another year to um, prepare for that. um and and now, knowing it's my last year, I can really appreciate it in a different way,
1: yeah, well, definitely get into post post uh football uh, in a little bit but we, i want to get into just briefly um the tsn documentary i shouldn't be here it uh it depicts your you know challenges and your struggles growing up um you didn't have that mentor you didn't have that guidance um and you lived kind of a tough lifestyle do you remember the point where you kind of flipped the switch and kind of really focused on football and kind of got away from that lifestyle when did that happen
2: um, honestly, it was probably when, um, I had my daughter, Hazel, who's 15 now. So she, I had her in 2008 when I was playing, uh, junior still. And that was around the same time where, um, I was getting those opportunities with the BC Lions to come over and practice with them. And, and I, and I, I, I had definitely grown up a lot, um, when I got out to Nanaimo, but I, I still wasn't as focused as I should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely having her, um, it's amazing what, uh, what children do to you and motivate you. And, and she's definitely um lit lit, lit up my life in a lot of ways and um you know she's uh you know she's such an inspiration to to me and you know I just had my I just had a son uh four months ago too and uh you know I feel that same inspiration from him too so that's also maybe why I want to play one more year so he can you know get a full season of maybe understand or just having having that moment of having my son around uh while playing still even though he's not going to remember it at all but uh yeah definitely 2008 though for me um is when I really kicked in the gear um and then I think the biggest thing, too, is that after after 2011, I really realized, you know, what, what I had in front of me. Um, I remember going back home in 2012 um, or coming, going into 2012 and really just focusing in on, you know, doing two days and, and really honing in my on my diet and all those things. And, you know, I really had a great year coming back after Great Cup too. So that's kind of where, you know, you, you get those opportunities and, and you realize what's in front of you um, and you just don't want to throw it away.
1: Yeah. Amazing determination. And you you had to battle and really overcome a lot of adversity. So you are a real goat in that sense. So I, and one other thing I actually, one thing we love about you is you obviously have a hall of fame career, but you always had some haters out there. There was always Mm -hmm. haters. But even when you were on top, people just tried to bring you down. Even when you are in BC, uh, you played here for six years, and then you went over to Winnipeg. Everyone said you were done, this and that, but you quickly shut them up as usual. You love to prove people wrong. Is that right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, everyone has motivating factors um, in what they do and why they do it. And, uh, I mean, for me, I've, I always have a chip on my shoulder for whatever reason and, and whenever people doubt me and, and try to count me out. Um, you know, that's, that's when I feel like my back's against the wall and I really, really come out swinging. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it it seems like it's always been a fight and, uh, you know, but I appreciate the fight. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of what makes me who I am. So, you know, the the haters are part of the game and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, I I appreciate them as much as the, the fans too. So it's all part of the game.
1: Absolutely. gives you a lot of fuel. And when I hear the name Andrew Harris, I think of the word relentless. Yeah. You are relentless.
2: Appreciate that. Thank
1: you. Yeah. So, and you mentioned that you're 35, you're going on to 36 very soon. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> um, one of the keys in becoming the GOAT is that criteria of longevity. Yeah. You absolutely have that in such a tough position of running back. What was your recipe? What were the keys in your longevity? How did you stay healthy kind of physically, mentally through this tough game?
2: Well honestly, I mean, I, I felt like I have been relatively healthy other than the last few years. I mean, um after the COVID year, um that really was a tough year on everyone. But uh, you know, I really felt like just that whole year off um really just changed changed a lot of things. And you know, it's through through the, middle, the beginning of my career and up until up until two thousand two thousand and twenty really, um, I hadn't really missed any games. And um yeah. you know, after that it was kinda like things kind of piling on and stuff but yeah I mean at the end of the day for me it's um starts with nutrition um you know for me I I, I'm not a big gym rat um I used Mm -hmm. to be when I was younger but now I, I really focus on uh flexibility mobility and just being functional um just making sure you're as efficient as possible in all your movements um but yeah that's that was the biggest that's the biggest thing for me as soon as I feel tight um or locked up that's usually when I get you know the injuries kind of pile up but uh but yeah, I mean, I, I the last the last few years, it's they definitely been piling on. But you know, I'm also playing uh, a very physical game um, at, at at an older age that uh, most people aren't or haven't even made it to. So I'm definitely proud of that. And even too, there's lots of people. Oh, he gets hurt all the time. I'm like, well, um, you know, look at look at a 25 year old running back and and see how many guys make it 18 games, let alone some of that's 35. So absolutely. Uh, that kind of stuff, it it kind of it makes me laugh because you know we're playing a very 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 violent game and uh, very violent position as I said, so uh, those those things are going to stack up regardless.
1: For sure, man. You grew up in Winnipeg. You're you're actually you like hockey. You're a hockey guy as well.
2: Yeah, hockey is actually like my 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 main sport. To be honest with you, like I I really love I really love hockey. I mean, I like football. I love football, but yeah, um, I love being on the ice. I mean, I play. I play a few times a week, um, different leagues and stuff around around the city here. Um, and yeah, it's uh, that that was the first sport that I fell in love with, and uh, yeah, I love yeah. to get on ice for sure.
1: Yeah, I was gonna ask you, do do you do you hit up the ice on your on the off season, play some men's league?
2: Yeah, that's like my big uh, big off season training and, and cross wow. training. So yeah, like I I'm not a big guy who likes to. I mean, I, I start running usually in April, but uh, some guys are running already, and um, you know, for me it's um, using that cross training and hockey uses different muscles and different kind of cardio. And um it's funny how many guys now that are in Winnipeg that are, that play for the bombers that are playing hockey more and more so now that they were hockey players before, well they're playing a lot more now because they realize how much easier it is on your body than uh, you know, running and grinding um you know throughout the whole offseason. So it's a great cross trainer and um, uh, you know, it's a very very social game too. It's nice to get out there with the guys and you know, have some laughs and, and, and play around and um, yeah, it's definitely a big part of my life and, and something that I'll try to play as, as long as I can.
1: Awesome. And um, I know you, there are some cool scenes. You, uh, you brought the great cup to the Jets game. Are you a Jets fan?
2: Um, I am a Jets fan. Um, but, so I, I, grew up actually a Red Wings fan because when I was young, the Jets were gone. So uh, they were gone in uh, the movie So I, I kind of grew up growing, uh, growing up with the Red Wings, Steve Eisenman, Shannon Fedoroff, that, that old era, um, but I'm 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 a Jets fan though. But uh, that the Red Wings were my team kind of growing up. Yeah, but, the, uh, yeah the, they, the Red Jets Wings all together, man. They're 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 sliding a bit right now, so they, they got to figure it out.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, the old school Red Wings, the dynasty, they were unreal. Yeah. We we actually have a signed Fedorov skate here in the Golt Raj. So so this is the Golt Raj. This is uh, this is my garage that I turned yeah. into. I'm surrounded by greatness. I actually have pitchers, uh, jerseys, and I'm actually getting a nice Andrew Harris pitcher with you holding that great cup. I can't wait. It's coming very soon.
2: Right on, man. Awesome. Awesome.
1: (laughs) So I just want to ask you, um, I know you probably don't want to talk about retirement because you still have a lot of work to do, but uh, you briefly mentioned you have some things set for you after uh, your CFL career. You're going back. To Nanaimo. Can you tell us a little bit more about that?
2: Yeah. So, um, the opportunity to, to, to to take over the the head coaching job for my team came up this year. Um, and something that the president kind of just joked about, he said, Hey, the coaching position's open for, with the Raiders, uh, you're interested. And I kind of was like, yeah, maybe actually. And he's like, what? So it all kind of started off as kind of like just throwing it out there as, as a joke, maybe, but, uh, um, I ultimately, I mean, junior gave me so much. Uh, we were we had, a, we had a brotherhood of, you know, guys from all across Canada. We won uh, three national championships and, you know, some of the best friends I have to date are guys I played junior with. Um, you know, really, really, like I said, 2008, that's when I really kicked in the gear and became a man, um, figured it out. And a lot of that had to do with my environment playing junior. Um, so for me, I, I I had some some opportunities in, in the CFL. you know, guys asking if I wanted to be, be a position coach and, and doing stuff like that and um uh, but i ultimately I, I i figured i wanted to kind of get back to where where it all started for me um so so i took over for football operations for this year um doing that remotely i was just taking control of recruiting hire coaching staff and we're going to have two two kind of assistant head coaches on uh, one on the offense and defensive side of the ball and then i'm going to go take over in uh, 2024 as the head coach and um, you know that that we were one and nine last year, and and uh, you know didn't have a great season. So I definitely want to the big challenge to turn that turn the program around and, and get it back to winning national championships again. So I'll be over there uh, probably next year at this time. Um, uh, and and I'm taking over. Um, I'm I'm getting in, involved in the financial business as well on the island, doing financial planning and um, insurance and stuff like that as well too. So. That's a uh, you know great great career for myself uh, for me and my family and also get that passion of you know still giving back and, and staying in football which is which is really important to me. Awesome,
1: awesome. really co- congrats on that coaching opportunity. And you you did mention is it thirty three ventures?
2: Yeah, thirty three ventures is is the uh, I started a sales and marketing company here in, in Winnipeg out of Manitoba. So we represent a few different uh, companies, just doing sales and marketing. Um, I'm not really sure what's going to happen with that when I get to, when I go to an animal because that'll be strictly uh, out there working on the financial financial side of things. So I saw some uh, ironing out to do with all that. But uh, yeah, I've, I've always tried to stay busy. I mean, every every year I've tried to kind of learn a new skill, um, you know, get some sort of licensing and, and something just to just to keep sharpening the sword. Um, you know, I, I started a restaurant in, in Vancouver there with a couple of linemen. I think it was uh, 2014, 15. Um, you know, I did some stuff on the island as well too. So I've always kind of been tinkering with different things and trying to find, you know, what's uh, what's gonna be next for me. But uh, you know, the football and um, I really got a really uh, good opportunity with uh, Orca Wealth and Nanaimo. and I'm um, really looking forward to both sides of things and and you know, getting back to beautiful uh, British Columbia again.
1: Awesome, man. We we can't wait to have you back here, man. One more question, and then we are gonna go into some goat rapid fire. Sound good? Sounds good, man. Next question. So, four great cups, junior championships. What is your greatest championship, most memorable one? You could pick one. I know they're all great in their own way. Uh,
2: I think probably, uh, it's tough, man. It's really tough. I probably, I gotta say, probably 2019. Um, 2019 was pretty special. Yeah. Just with everything that went on that year. And, um, yeah, it was just, it was just the, the big drought with Winnipeg. Um, last year was pretty special too. Just everything that happened too. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's hard it's hard to it's hard to say. You know, you know, I had had an amazing amazing junior game, um, 2008. I had like 420 yards or something like that in the national championship in 2008. So that was pretty special. I mean, there, there's so many championships that I I'll, I'll remember every single one of them. Absolutely. Funny, the one I at least remember is is honestly that BC one because everything just went by so fast. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really get a chance to appreciate everything because. You know, you're, I was basically a rookie at that time, you know, I really hadn't played and, um, but yeah, it's, uh, they, they did a thing on TSM, the road to the great cup, which kind of like maps out our, our, our season. And I, and I flicked that on sometimes and when I can find it, it pops up and it's great to watch that just to relive those memories again.
1: Awesome, man. Like I said, huge championship for the city. We won't forget that one. Mm -hmm. Go rapid fire. You're going to give us your pick. You can expand if you want to, or you could say next question. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. Let's go. Alexander Ovechkin or Sidney Crosby? Ovi. Ovi. LeBron James or Kobe Bryant? Uh, Kobe. Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo?
2: Uh, Messi.
1: Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair?
2: Ooh. Those are both pretty. Those are both good. I'm not going to go with Ric Flair.
1: Oh, nice. Okay, George St Pierre or Khabib?
2: Uh, George St Pierre. Come on, man, we got to stay Canadian.
1: Absolutely. Mike Tyson or Tyson Fury? Mike Tyson. Prime Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes? Oh,
2: that's crazy. (laughs) Hmm. I would rather play with Brady. So I'm going to say Brady. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Christian McCaffrey or Derrick Henry running back?
2: Oh, uh, well, I mean, me me and McCaffrey are very similar in style, I think. So I got to go with McCaffrey, but Derek Henry is an absolute monster. Yeah.
1: Coca-Cola or
2: Pepsi? Uh, I like Coca-Cola.
1: Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Yes. Nice. Okay, I might get you into some trouble with this one. I know the GOAT host got in some trouble, so you can say next question on this one if you want. Blondes or brunettes?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I used to be a blonde guy, but now I'm a brunette guy for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Tupac or Biggie? Oh, man, that's tough too. I'm going to go Biggie. Nice.
1: The type of music you listen to before games to pump you up?
2: um it, it just depends on mood I'm in I mean I'm, I'm kind of all over the place but either uh either I, I really like house music which is surprising to a lot of people but I like house music and uh um and then if I'm kind of like too amped up then I'll listen to like some old school R&B to kind of chill me out and get me kind of vibing again so um that and then I mean like you got hip hop and stuff too or got some like old like 90s rock I listen to sometimes too so it just depends on the mood but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of all over the place no country though that's it
1: yeah, same. What place did you come in in fantasy football this year?
2: I don't play fantasy football. Favorite movie? Uh, Antoine Fisher. Have you heard of that movie? Seen that movie? I remember it.
1: I don't. I didn't. I don't think I seen it. Check it out, man. Check.
2: Yeah. Are you a
1: fan of the XFL?
2: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of football, man. It's uh, it's I think it's great. The USFL, all that stuff. I mean, the more the more opportunities guys can uh, get to play football and, and make make a living for themselves, you know, I think it's uh, it's for the better, the greater good of uh of, of the sport. Um, you know, it's a, our sport is unfortunately, you know, um, getting less and less numbers as as for, for for from the grassroots level. So I think the more opportunities that kids can see that they can get to go play is 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 good for the game.
1: Best coach you played for?
2: Um hmm. I mean that's a that's a toss-up. I mean I uh O'Shea, O'Shea was amazing, um, you know, very very play, like player coach wise, but you I know, mean, Wally Wally was uh unreal too. Um so I mean between those two, those guys were both uh both, both great coaches.
1: Favorite QB yeah. you played with?
2: Uh I gotta say Lule. Liz uh Liz awesome, and we it was funny because we we both kind of run the practice roster together in two thousand ten yeah. um so we we'd obviously work worked the scout teams and stuff, and we watched so much film together and and you know just breaking things down and um when we finally got in together, we just had that instant chemistry um so yeah it was it was lots of fun playing with Lou
1: you're a football idol growing up
2: um probably Barry Sanders, yeah Barry Sanders
1: your hockey idol growing up. Steve Eiserman. Ooh, the GOAT. Yes. Yes. Stevie Y. I love him too. Who will win the Stanley Cup this year?
2: Um honestly I think it's gonna be someone in the East. I think it's I honestly I I hate to say this, but I think Toronto might have a chance this year. They can if they can get past Boston. Boston's just unreal, but I mean I think it's gonna be i am I'm gonna say Boston or Toronto.
1: Yeah, all the East teams are making some crazy trades at the deadline. They're all stacking up. It's going yeah. to be a good playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. This might create a little stir. What is the all-around best city? Vancouver, Winnipeg, or Toronto?
2: Um honestly, I I, I not not because you guys are based out of Vancouver, but I I love Vancouver. I nice. Love Vancouver. I mean, Winni- Winnipeg's Winnipeg. It's hometown stuff, and and you know, being in Toronto was was great, but uh, you know, just the traffic and how busy it is, it's it's almost too much for I me. Mean, I like to I like to get outdoors, and um, you know, you, in, in Vancouver you get the you get the outdoorsy stuff, and and you get the city life as well too. So, um, and and the landscape is just absolutely gorgeous. So, I'm, I got to go with Vancouver.
1: Last question: the most famous person in your phone? Uh, most
2: famous person my phone. I don't know. That's a tough one. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I can't tell you. I don't know. <laughs> Next question.
1: Next question. Awesome. We'll end it with that. All right. Andrew Harris. Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Harris. So I like to do a little ritual for the goat. I like to cheers to the goat. I got some tequila here. It's 8 <laughs> in the morning. 8 in the morning,
2: man. I like your style.
1: But you know what? This show, you're what this show is all about. You're not only the GOAT on the field with all the personal accomplishments, the team accomplishments, but you're even bigger GOAT off the field with everything you had to endure and all the adversity you had to face, man. So cheers to you, and go get that fifth grade cup.
2: Appreciate that, man. You're you're a beauty. I love that. (laughs) You are
1: too, man. Okay, man. Thanks so much for joining me.
2: I appreciate you so much man this is fun
1: thank you man ladies and gentlemen you're listening to the greatest of all time podcast show Goat Radio we will see you next time for more Goat History see you, Andrew see you Twizy take care man
3: <laughs> Join now with the most outstanding Canadian in the 99th Grey Cup Championship how does it feel to be a Great Cup champion uh, you know so much pride this is, this is amazing you know something I was dreamed to do it you know to do it in my second year and uh, just amazing amazing feeling I don't know, like words can't describe right now, I feel feeling. I'm just so happy, so proud of my team, and you know, uh, it's this, just this so great. You were also named, as we said, the most valuable Canadian. What does it feel like to be the top Canadian player in the Canadian Football League in the biggest game? It's a true honor, you know, it's a true honor. There's so many good Canadian football players in this league, and we named one of the best on the, on the biggest stage, uh, it's a true honor, you know, so I uh, just got to keep building from this, and uh, hopefully I can have more of these uh, from years here to, here to come. What do you think was the difference for your team tonight in this game? We just stayed on it, you know, they they were stuffing us, we had a lot of two and outs. We just kept staying and we just kept staying at it, you know, Uh, we didn't get too discouraged, and uh, we gotta credit our whole line, and our defense played great. Our defense came to play today, and uh, you know, it's a full team effort. Final question for you, You, um, you're not, Truly a local, but you've been adopted, obviously, with your history in Victoria. What does it feel like to, to win this at home and win it with the sport you have in the local communities? Oh, uh, it's great. I have so much support from BC playing junior here, and uh, I love this city. I love Van City so much. So I'm happy to be here, and I'm happy to bring this uh, Great Cup home, or keep it at home in, in Vancouver. Andrew Harris, great Cup champion and most outstanding Canadian in the game. First five yards, ten yards, and uh, you know that's that's beautiful when that happens. First
0: people you think of when you uh, when you know that you've won the Great Cup.
3: Oh man, everyone that helped me along the way. All the haters out there talk shit. Sorry about language, but this is for you.
0: Thanks so much, Andrew. Thank Congratulations. You. Thank you. <laughs>